What's up, everybody? Uh, thanks for listening to Revenge of the World, Episode 8. I am shocked after last week's episode that you're still listening, but I'll take it. Yeah! You guys are fucking awesome. Uh, I'm here today, tonight, with my cousin again, Thomason Dieter. Hiya! Soy sauce. Soy sauce! Yeah! Uh... Yeah, I just wanted to have him on because he went on a life-changing journey to, where was it? Japan. Where? Fukuoka, Japan. Fukuoka. Fukuoka. We should do a, uh, like a Japanese game show. <laughs> Fukuoka, Japan. Japan. <laughs> okay, so how'd it go, dude? It was... Probably the best time in my life I've ever had. Greatest experience of every time. Well, ever. Ob- obviously. <laughs> well, not including that, but Tom Japan hails from the beautiful town of Pasadena, Texas, and that's got to be quite a big difference. It's huge, and it's, it's like a huge planet, right? Yeah, dude, it literally is a different planet. Like society itself, just. Everybody's completely disciplined, completely down to the core of everything they do. They, it's they're geniuses. They're civil. They're civil engineers in their own way. Like everybody is. Everybody's a civil engineer. Yeah, it's it's completely nuts. Like everything that they do is quantified and and looked at. It says, "What can we do the best out of this with what we have?" It's crazy. Wow, and it's beautiful too. I mean, I saw pictures on your. Your Facebook and your Instagram, right? Yeah, yeah. Instagram. I, I didn't put so much on my Instagram, but um, I'm going to soon post a bunch on my Instagram. That's cool. So, so you left Bush Intercontinental Airport and you touched down in Beijing, China, which, oh my God, the worst place in all of the world. <laughs> the city of brotherly love, China. Gosh, it was... I mean, as soon as I landed there, I landed into Beijing probably about like 6 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it was like 6 o'clock in the morning. How many hours of flying? Um, It was a 12 and a half hour flight Jesus just to Christ. Beijing. And like like when we're on the plane, right, uh, we had these like little viewing screens of like where the, where the, where the plane goes. Yeah. So it took off from Houston – and because like you figure like you're gonna take off from Houston and maybe like go past New York and go across the ocean and go like around that way. Uh-huh. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it goes straight up past Dallas all the way up to like Canada, all the way past to, Dallas to Canada. Like I mean, it's past, in between. <laughs> like it just went straight. Like like we we were in the Arctic Circle. Like it was crazy. We we were like you saw sheet ice. Uh, I I mean it was mostly night when we like um when when we were slow because like there was like one part of the plane trip because I couldn't sleep like I couldn't I couldn't sleep at all and we we were when maybe like halfway through the trip there was like one part that was light yeah. and it happened to be it happened to be like kind of where like we we're in Arctic Circle right and um we. 
well, no, I say we, but I meant me, like, looked out the window. You and the other passengers. Yeah. All the other passengers and myself looked out the window, and you could see, like, ice everywhere. Like, you could see just just fields of just ice throughout the whole thing. It was nuts. Um, I didn't see, like, any icebergs or anything. Uh-huh. But what was really cool, when I flew in, it was starting to get daylight. And I got to see the Great Wall. I got to see the Forbidden City flying in. But that was all I saw <laughs> from a plane, from a porthole. Wow. You know. Um, I had a six-hour layover. When I first got in there, the um, like I had to go through like the customs and all that kind of all that kind of shit. And um, this the like I got lost. Like the people were like, "No, you got to go over here. No, you got to go over there. No, you got to take this train." I was like, "I got to take a train oh to go God. from like one port." one airport to another airport and then I finally got finally got to where I was supposed to go and then I had to go through customs and the guy like I finally get to the customs desk because it took me like an hour just to find the right customs desk I had to go to to get my visa for however long I was there what was your layover? well there were six hours going there okay and this eight obviously the Chinese guy looked at me like I was like like, he was just like, he kept looking at my photo and looking at me, looking at my photo, looking at me, looking at my photo, looking at me, looking at my photo, looking at me, looking at me. I mean, literally, he just kept back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And I was like, it's me. You know, I said it, I was like, it's me, and I'm in another country insulting a guy he in his country. He didn't, he didn't pull, he didn't hold the... The passport up to your head. To no, match you. no, he you just, just kept like he held down, looking like, up, like looking down, looking at. It's like you're a fucking white person. <laughs> of course, you're gonna look weird. I guess. I mean, I mean you look weird to me, but thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, so he finally stamps it, and and so sends me on my way, and and I wait my six hours. That's his job to look up and look down, down look, look up, up and, and look down, look up and look down. Look look up up and look down. down. That's God. his job. He gets paid. Wait, no. The government pays him. The government pays him. So. Yeah, the government pays everybody. Yeah. Fucking bastards. Commies. <laughs> but, um... Those lucky fuckers. Just kidding. But, uh... So, I finally get... Finally stamps that I go about my way. I wait for six hours. Dude, I've never had so many rude fucking people there because I was asking, where the hell is my gate? Where? Because, like, on my ticket... It says I H gate I or whatever, right? But destination it says Beijing, China, and it had a little space where you had the little gate thing. Uh-huh. Blank. Huh. So I don't know what gate. I didn't know what gate I had to go to to go from because I had to go from Beijing, China to it's called Dailing or Dailing or. China. It's you not, had to go to another city to and, fly out of there. Yeah, to fly out of there what to another the city hell? in China. It's like Dailing, Dailing. I, I, I can't even pronounce it. Wait. So you flew into Beijing. Right. And then what? Into, then I flew into – I waited six hours for Beijing. Uh-huh. And then I flew into Dailing, China, which is like another like six-hour flight or some bullshit what like that. What the hell? And then um, – I landed there for like an hour, yeah. and then I got 
uh, we had a uh, then I landed from there and went straight to Fukuoka. But the people in Dayling, China, were so awesome. Everybody there was really nice, helpful. Oh, so Beijing sucks, but Dayling's awesome. Yeah, so I had fucking great experience because every and dude, for some reason, every Chinese girl in Dayling was fucking hot. Did okay. In Dayling, was it as polluted as Beijing? No, that was another thing. It was really beautiful. I took pictures of I took pictures of there, uh-huh. and like like their airport is so pretty. Like it's not very big, but it's really pretty. See, dude, you didn't tell me any of this. No, because uh, I was waiting. China for... was a big shithole. Because <laughs> dude, I was waiting for the podcast. <laughs> Jesus. Um, All right, so you make it to Fukuoka, right? The plane yeah, lands there. I, I land there in Fukuoka. Okay. And as soon as I land on the plane, the very first Japanese person says Throws hi. Up on you. Huh? And it's like, <laughs> like he 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 just like he was really nice. He looked at my ticket and he just goes, "Oh, this way, sir." I mean, just very nice, like very nice and cordial. And so I'm like, "Cool, man, this guy's okay." That's the first first Asian person I saw since I got off the damn off any plane. Yeah, taken off from Houston it was actually nice. And um. So I go and get I go and get my bags and I have to go do the visa thing, you know. Uh-huh. And so they have to check my baggage. Uh-huh. And um, the guy was so freaking. I've never met anybody to ever check baggage be that effing nice. He was like, he 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 he, uh, he, had, he spoke very broken English, but he was like, um, he was like, I need to check I need to check bag, you know, I need to check bag, and so. I unzipped it all nice, and I was like, I got stuff folded in there really nice. Cause I, I rolled uh-huh. every part of my clothing in this bag, right? My and so in every shirt there was a ninja star or a knife. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like he's like katana blade. <laughs> <laughs> oh ninja! <laughs> um, I'm just flying in for the night. <laughs> Oh, I'll be back in the morning. American Ninja. Okay, go ahead, sir. And so he goes to my bag like all gentle and he's like barely looking at stuff and barely like manipulating my bag. Just like just enough and he goes and he feels me was like, Okay, thank you. He goes, uh he goes, uh Don't worry, gato. Okay, what if you like uh-huh. a jar of Vaseline exploded in your bag while you were uh in midair? And he like touched it. What do you think would happen? <laughs> well, he had gloves. They oh, all had they, gloves everybody on. there is like really like. That's another thing. Everybody there is like really like con- like Con- health conscious, health conscious, germs and stuff. completely. Okay. Like, and they're so polite because if they're sick, they even have like a little sniffle. They have like a mask over their face. Yeah. And it took me. It took me like three or four days to get used to that. When I was there for like twelve or thirteen days or something like that. Yeah. And. Uh, it, it just it blew my mind, like how courteous people are to other people there. Yeah. And um, you know, I was just like, man, who's this kook? You know, wearing a freaking mask over their face. Yeah. So it was uh, quite interesting. And then what? Um. Uh, people were just really interesting. Who picked you up? Or did you take a taxi? Or? No, um, I got picked up by this girl named Sochi, who's a good friend of mine, who we talked for, f- we talked for four years. We we actually dated for four years. Why we, uh, while we had a relationship for yeah. four years, 
and four years of off and on relationship. Uh, four years of uh, spanking it in front of webcam. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, dude. <laughs> Putting my personal business out there on the, on the uh, podcast, but it's okay. It's all good. Um, sure, she's okay with it. <laughs> oh, um. <clears throat> so she met me there, and we we instantly just we had a really good time. Like she hugged me, and I hugged her, and we had we just we took off on a bus. We took two buses there. And we took a, I took the first subway ever in my life. Which can we talk about this uh, relationship? Sure, go ahead. Shoot, nothing's off the table. Go for it. All right, you have a list. <laughs> <laughs> have a list. All right, <laughs> give it to me. You give it to me. What what list are we talking about? Uh, every Asian. Country. Every every Asian. Are you talking about every Asian girl that I've had sex with yeah. in different countries? Yeah. Okay, I've had. Well, obviously a Japanese one now. Uh-huh. Uh, I've had a girl. Her her name was Jennifer. She was from China. Don't use names. Well, oh. I guess you can. Well, First name. no, she doesn't know. She didn't even have my Facebook, so it's good. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> uh, I had a Vietnamese girl, obviously yeah. a Filipino, because my daughter's half Filipino. Uh-huh. Love you, Adele. Um, <laughs> um, Dude, don't bring your daughter into this <laughs> fucking skeezy conversation. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> uh, I had a, I had I had a half Thai and half Cambodian girl, and I had a Cambodian girl. And so does the Thai count? Thai is Asian. I know, but I mean, I mean, how, I mean, how, I mean, she is half Thai and half Cambodian. So, so how do you do know. that? I don't know. I think you might have to go back for a Thai. Yeah, and I had a Korean girl, and that Korean girl, she was kind of a, she was kind of a chunky girl, but she was Korean, which ended up being probably the most boring sex I've ever had. You and your double standards. <laughs> Sorry, man. Fluffy motherfucker. <laughs> Dude, I like my women small. When have you... All right. Don't. Don't even start. <laughs> no, no. Don't dude. even do it. No, but when have you ever seen me with a fluffy girl? Honestly. Uh, never. Honestly, I, I've only seen a few of your girlfriends. And I only remember... <laughs> Probably like... One of them. One? Really, yeah. Who? Uh, she who shall not be named. Oh God! Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, dude. Oh, it's okay. I don't remember your wife even. Yeah, my wife is pretty awesome. Yeah. My ex-wife, actually. Rest in peace. Rest I'm in peace. Kidding. Yes. Anyways, um. Uh, but so you met this chick four years ago on on uh, Facebook, actually on Facebook. Right. You started talking and. Mm-hmm. She says, actually, it wasn't, I started talking, I started talking to her because she had like a kind of a cool picture on her on like Facebook. And I was like, hey, that's a cool picture. That's uh-huh. exactly what I uh, like messenger. And she was like, oh, thank you. And I was like, how do you say your name? <laughs> <laughs> and so we got, we ended up getting, uh, what is it, a Skype, I think it was called. Mm-hmm. And we ended up talking on Skype a lot. Yeah, because she was so cool. She really is a cool person. Like yeah. she's no, that'll 
that'll come out in the stories, I'm sure. Like she sounds really cool. She is awesome. She's freaking awesome. And um, so we've been talking for like the last four years of just like just just general, just cool stuff. Yeah. That's the only thing I can say. Like cool stuff. Yeah. And um, you know, we planned a trip. I took it, and this trip was planned like in January of this year. And, and, um, and she was like, yeah, uh, well, actually what happened was in January we were talking and she was like, you know, you should come see me. And I go, well, I really can't afford to come see you. Cause it's not like anybody can afford to go to Japan. Yeah. And so Just she's on short notice. Like. Well, well it was in January of this year. So yeah. it's like 11 months ago. Yeah. Yeah. And she goes, if I buy you a plane ticket. Will you come? Uh, well, duh. <laughs> uh, dude, that's Japan, and I and I've always told her I've always wanted to go to Japan because it's been my dream since yeah. since I can remember to go there. You told me, I mean, when you were like really young and yeah. like uh, karate, <laughs> karate, and I, I mean, I loved it. Like, I, I I've always been obsessed. It's like. It's like you know how you have a cowboy. You're into the culture. Yeah, you know it's like it's like a cowboy looking for his wild west. And I told you, with all these women you bring into your life, you need some honor and you need to go to samurai school. And I went, <laughs> and you know what? This trip, I I felt like I did go to samurai school, man. Really? I actually feel like I came back a different person. Like that's cool. Yeah, you know I've had I had some issues after the trip coming back home. Yeah. Um. But, dude, I, I feel like I've changed completely. Like, my uh, – I see things differently because I've seen a, I seen a different world, you know, completely. And I was like, dude, this is this is something I want. Yeah. So. That's awesome. Okay, so you meet this girl face-to-face finally and take it from there. Um, well, she goes, well, I'm going to be wearing red pants. And I go – this is through text message. She, I was like, well, I need to know what you're wearing so in case you know, I may not be able to know who you are or whatnot. And she goes, well, I'm going to be wearing red pants. I was like, oh, great. And she goes, I'm going to be hiding from you. I was like, great. <laughs> I'm going to be in a room full of Asians and I'm probably going to be taller than – and you're going to blend in with red pants. So she goes, not a lot of people wear red pants here. I'll be the only person wearing red pants. And so I leave the area to go to to go to get picked up. First thing I walk out the door, she's immediately to my left and I see her. We make eye contact. I give her a big old hug and kiss and I'm like, Hi, how are you doing? We held like we were arm in arm the whole way and we just talked. We just nonstop since I got there uh-huh. we talked. It was great. It was like it was like meeting your best friend for the first time and knowing that's your best friend. Man, that's awesome. That is really cool. And what was great about it, uh-huh. about the whole thing, what was great about it, was she was so nice. And everything that everything that when I stayed there, to like everything that I did, that uh, um, was you know was like we matched really well. Yeah. It's like the puzzle piece, like two pieces of the puzzle fitting perfectly. You know what's not puzzling? 
the, what? The high quality of Lone Star buttons. Really? <laughs> like, like how it's, high it's quality? It's your are these? source for high quality, low cost pin-on buttons. You hear that? Bag of buttons. That's a that's a sack of buttons, son. <laughs> so yeah, uh, f- fucking Lone Star buttons are awesome. So if you wanna uh, check out their prices and stuff, go to LoneStarButtons.com. Uh, or email Adam Stimpy Jones at info at LoneStarButtons.com. Or you can give him a call and be a psycho at 281-798-1996. This guy's a fucking awesome dude. He uh, he was down to sponsor, so... Just buy some fucking buttons, dude. Big love dude. to that fucking guy. Buy some fucking buttons. <laughs> anyway, so... You're a tra-la-la-la... Tra la la with this fucking uh, Japanese chick that you've known for four years. And uh, I'm sure. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Uh, <laughs> and yeah. you finally meet. Everything fits together. It's awesome. And you leave the airport together. What happens next? Um, she's like, So what do you want to do? I was like, Honestly, I had a wink of sleep. And she's like, Do you want to go get something to eat? I was like, I can't carry my bags anymore. I just wanted to just drop my fucking bags off. <laughs> and she's like... You wanted to face plant into a bit. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Well... That's rough, man. I, Flights like that. But I wasn't... You've been traveling for 24 hours. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Basically. And I didn't get a wink of sleep because, like, I couldn't sleep on that fucking plane. Yeah, you called me, like, at every... Stop. I was like, dude, uh, you're on vacation. I didn't tell you this because I didn't want to bring you down, but I was like thinking to myself, dude, you're on vacation. Go enjoy yourself. You don't have to check in with me like every 12 hours. Dude, I was like. We were concerned that you uh, were being harvested for your organs, though. Really? Yeah. No. I, I, but I got a good, I got a good story for that one when, when, when I get to that point. Um, so anyways, so. We're on our way back, and I was like, "Fuck, dude, I'm tired." And she's like, "Okay, we'll go. We'll go back to the apartment, and her apartment, uh-huh. and you know, we'll drop your bags off, and I'll get you something to eat, and you know, and I, and I complained about my feet. She has wild rubber feet for you. Sweet. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> And so as soon as I get there, she goes, um, she goes, do you want to take a shower? I was like, probably, I probably want to take a shower. Yeah. And so I get in her bathroom and her bathroom's like fucking cool. It's like this, I'm, I'm going to try describing it to you in best words that I could possibly can. So it, the people who are listening can kind of imagine in her head too. So obviously J- Japanese apartments are small. But they're brilliant in designing stuff for such a small apartment. Right. It's designed really well. You know, um, her apartment is probably like from probably from like the edge of this table. No, I say probably like probably to your Godzilla to this wall. It's the the width so about that's about eight eight feet. Eight feet. Yeah. And about the length from the bathroom wall to the end of the wall over here. So about 80, 90 feet. 
My studio's fucking huge. No, it's like no, a, uh, 20, 15, 20 feet? Yeah. Something like that? So, that's how big her apartment was? Yes. Or just the bathroom? No, that's how big her apartment Jesus, was. Jesus, that's tiny. That's like a... Like a like prison a cell. studio apartment. Like, it's, it feels like a prison cell in yeah. some ways, right? But, dude, they had it architecturally designed perfect. Like, you wouldn't realize it's that small of a fucking apartment, dude. It's... It's, it's amazing. Like, you walk in the door, and you have, like, these two doors on your left and your right. And you have, like, a place where you put your shoes, because they don't ever walk in their houses with shoes on, socks right. only. Did she have the rice paper walls or anything like that? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> so stereotypical. <laughs> Fucking racist <laughs> bastard. Uh, was she the last samurai? God. Uh, uh, go I did call her the last samurai later that night. Jesus. Did you slice her with your katana? Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> I face planted uh. into it. <laughs> oh god. Okay, go ahead. So you're in the shower. Um. So I'm getting ready to get in the shower, and like, you no, know, like you know, you have like those little doors that fold, but you pull. Uh huh. That's the doorway to the shower, and the shower is a whole fucking room. It's like you open this door, you walk in, and it's like a shower head, and there's like a little tub on the other side. But the whole room, you could just spray everywhere with water, and it go and it goes. It's all like covered in. It's like crazy. It's designed like the element. Basically, <laughs> it's exactly like that. You but didn't get water? Did you spray like a light socket or anything like that? No, they didn't have any like light. It was like it was lights inside, but it wasn't like no sockets or anything. It was like. It's so, so nuts. It's like, like, uh, like, uh, I don't know, sci fi kind of? Yeah. It, like it, felt like, it, for... it felt like Star Trek. Yeah. Like, it felt <laughs> like a, it felt like a Star Maximized Trek. Maximized space with, uh, like, know. there's like no curtains, like how we have in America. It's like no curtains. It's just yeah. like, it's a room. It's like a door divides the bathroom and, like, and like the toilet is not they they close the toilet off for the rest of the bathroom. It's like a toilet and a sink, and then you have that little door thing, and then you have the bathroom. Uh-huh. So it's like pretty nuts. So then what? I mean, you just took a shower. Yeah, I just took a shower, and and after I got out of the shower, I uh, you know, I uh. I went fell to fell asleep. I didn't fall asleep. <laughs> oh man! Um, like like an hour after we we uh, we met, we uh, consummated. <laughs> you got well. You had already gotten personal with each other. Over yeah. The internet. So I, why yeah. Not, right. Why not? But I got the most amazing foot rub ever. <laughs> And after that, we went to this went to dinner, and my first place to eat in Japan, believe it or not, was an Italian restaurant. Yeah, you told me uh, the Italian food there is fantastic, right? Yeah, it's all I, literally is probably what mostly I had there was Italian food. Because you don't do seafood, right? No, yeah. no. I, I and you know what? I, I ain't gonna lie, ladies and gentlemen. I tell everybody that I'm allergic to fish and allergic to seafood. So I don't have to hear the shit that comes out of people's mouths. 
Because they're like, what? You don't like seafood? And it's like, dude, I don't want to hear this fucking story. Are you serious? I, I have to explain myself why I don't like fucking seafood, okay? I hate fucking seafood. Dude, it's it's weird, but I, I don't like seafood either. I mean, I'll eat a coconut shrimp every once in a while. And I'll eat what I catch if I go fishing, like out of the blue. I'll, right. I'll eat what I catch, but I can't fucking, I, I can't do it. I don't know why. I don't, I don't know. know there's some people in my family. There's some people in our family. Yeah. Not going to mention no names, but who loves seafood, and um, well, I fucking hate it. Of, majority of our family. Likes well, seafood. yeah. Well. I don't know anybody besides me and you that don't. I mean. Yeah. Everybody loves seafood. I, I hate it. Like, and, and, and you know what? What bothers me the most about seafood is the smell. Like the smell of fish being cooked. It disgusts me. Yeah, yeah. It just makes me want to vomit. Literally, that's how I feel. I'm hearing you, buddy. So, so, but you ate the, Italian, and I got drunk off like two bottles of wine. Wow. Not two bottles, two glasses. Did I say two bottles. I meant two glasses of wine. And so I got I got kind of a little tipsy the first night and went back home and I passed out, and I didn't wake up the next day until like one in the afternoon. Wow. And from that moment on, she's like, you ready? I go, ready for what? She goes, we're going to go sightseeing. So I jumped out of bed really fast. And I was like, let's go. And so, hello. <laughs> but um, so I opened like the back. like, Dude, okay. Go ahead. I'm going to post it. a picture of you uh, on so people know what you look like. I yeah. Did I do that last time? I yeah. But anyway, the pictures of you in Japan, your eyes look like you were like the happiest little kid ever. Like you were like, ding, yay. Yeah. Like, uh, it was just nice to see. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I was so really sightseeing. happy. I went sightseeing. And the first day that I fucking, I'm in Japan, like. Japan because I didn't show up till like earlier that earlier the day before but the first day that I actually went out to go sightseeing I went up her she decides to take me up a fucking mountain after I'm dog shit tired right I'm tired like I'm like I woke up at one o'clock I was still tired I still wanted to sleep but she like she dragged me out of bed and she's like no we're gonna we're gonna go we're gonna go sightseeing okay so we take this like five hour fucking hike up this goddamn mountain, <laughs> which this goddamn beautiful scenic, scenery mountain taking mountain. mountain. And I'm sweating by the time I get like maybe a quarter way up there. Well, you're wearing my fucking ski jacket. <laughs> yeah, I was wearing this like super thick jacket. And so I walk like, I, it takes us like five hours, five and a half hours to get to this part to where like. And we and I really wanted to go see a Japanese shrine, and so we get to this like this the highest part that we could go to to the shrine, and from probably like the bottom to the shrine is maybe honestly maybe like four miles, uh -huh. but it's like four miles vertical, <laughs> you know, like at maybe like a thirty-five, forty-degree angle. Like. What was the mountain called? I don't know the name of the mountain. It was probably Mount Fukuoka for all I know. I don't oh, know, okay. but it was a big fucking mountain, right? Were there cherry blossom trees? There were. There was, but uh, it wasn't in season. 
Cherry blossom season's in February. Gotcha. Our birthday. Uh, Way to go. <laughs> I was like, that's great. And so, um, so we get up to this, we get up to this like point and you see this like red, like those red arch things like in Japan. Yeah. You know, the little things that go whoop and they go straight down. Yeah. So. Like I, a sushi restaurant. Yeah. So that's the first thing I take a picture of. I'm like, pow. Like, yes. And she goes, no, 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 go over there. I'll take a picture of you. And that picture with me, the ski jacket, I'm throwing the, like, the victory sign, uh-huh. like the peace sign. That's the very first time I took a picture in Japan with me in it. And it was like my second day there. And I was like, I, like the whole time I was there, I was like, oh, my God. It's fucking awesome. Like I was so like shocked. I've never seen so much beautiful scenery in my life like that. Yeah. And so we get to this like top part. And where I took that picture of all that, like, beautiful flowers and plants, and you see that rock garden, that was the first thing I saw. Very cool. And so, and so, like, we walked past it. I take a bunch of pictures. We walked past it. And, like, you see, like, in one of my pictures, you see, like, a bunch of people. And, like, this male and a female, like, dressed all pretty. It was a Japanese wedding, a traditional Japanese wedding. Wow. So I took a picture of it. And I got to see, like, how they do this whole ceremony and, like, how they get get married and stuff. It's, like, completely different from how we get married. Completely. It's really awesome. Like, they ring this, like he gongs this huge, like, bell thing. And, and she does, like, some prayer. And, like, she's dressed, like, super beautiful with, like, this, like, she looks like a geisha, but, like, different, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um... So, like, we're just walking around, just taking pictures of all this, like, crazy stuff. And the first thing that I noticed, like, that it was just extremely odd were, um, now how, like, we have crows here, right? Like, crows or ravens, and, like, they're not really too big, but they're, they're kind of a big bird, right? Like, you know, this one. Over there, like, fucking, you know, like, Godzilla. Like, huge. I've never seen a fucking bird that big, that close. Like, they dwarf, like, dogs. Are you sure it wasn't an eagle? <laughs> no, this is a fucking crow, right? Uh, I tried to take a picture of one. I just it wouldn't. I couldn't take a good picture with it. Yeah. I was like, damn. And um, so we ended up eating. Should have used your footwork, man. I should. <laughs> should have got just, beside just... it. You know, made it second guess itself and yeah. fucking taking the picture. <laughs> like, like Clay Guida, right? <laughs> Um, so I tried to take a picture of it and didn't, didn't really happen all that well, but dude, we went to this, um, went to this like village that was right outside of it. That was right outside this mountain. You saw that where that, that stone arch one and you saw that big fucking mountain uh-huh. in the background. Yeah. We hiked that mountain. Yeah. That was that mountain that I hiked. Yeah. Well, um, we went back down to the village cause she, she took me up away where, I, I passed the village because you wanted me to come down and go, you know, check out the village and stuff. So um, I come down and we go down into the village and we go have tea. And it was the first time I actually had legit Japanese tea. And like how they do everything is like crazy. Like everything to me was like a show, but to them they make the they make they make they have this like little whisk like a like a. A wooden whisk, and they put like powder and they put water in it, and they whisk it, and I like this like really like odd way of doing it, but it looks really cool. This is like instant tea. Yeah, but it was like, 
But it's it, like tang. Almost, but it was like super green. Like green, green. Green tea. Yeah, it was just Japanese green tea. But it was powdered and they did it like a certain way. And they gave us this like little bun that had like a like a jelly substance in the, in the middle of it, uh-huh. and the tea tastes really bitter. But you know me, I lo- I love tea. I love that bitter taste tea. Uh-huh. And so like, I take one sip and it's hot, but it's not like super hot. So I take a sip and I'm like, mm, man, this is good, and just like just hit it down like a shot. It was so fucking good, right? And she goes. She was like, what are you doing? I was like, what do you mean what I'm doing? This stuff is great. She's like, you you like drinking that tea like that? You're going to shit yourself <laughs> in about 10 minutes. <laughs> she was like, she was like, I've never seen anybody do that oh with God. this type of tea before. <laughs> I was like, you don't, you don't like it. She's like, you're supposed to, cause the tea is bitter and you take, you bite into this biscuit. It's really sweet. So it counteracts it being so bitter. And I was like, I love this stuff. Can I have another cup? Oh and so God. she, she's let me get another cup. And the Jap and the guy who was serving, he was like, "Oh, you know." <laughs> so it's like, stuff's great, right? And so, like, you know, I eat in a biscuit and I drink the tea again. Eating a biscuit and drinking the tea again, and so we um, we eventually we leave. When I take a bunch of pictures of stuff, there's Starbucks there. Like, like everything has like looked like an architecture decided to do every restaurant because or every place of business. Everything, everything was just. Like, awesome. There's this one picture I take with all these, like, wooden things that are, like, X'd, like, all the way to the corner and to the top. That's Starbucks. <laughs> like, their Starbucks looked flipping amazing. And you went inside. If you're going to put a chain anything in our city, you're going to have to hire an architect. Yeah, like, everything was just really awesome looking. I mean, like. See, we can't do that here. Fucking sucks. Everything I know. is a square. It's, yeah, we're fucking squares, goddamn Americans. But um, so we leave the village, you know, and we ended up having uh, we ended up having lunch at this um, at this Korean restaurant, and apparently, is apparently, apparently Korean restaurants there is considered like dog shit. Really. Yes. Wow. I didn't realize this until, like, I was like, you have a Korean restaurant here? I want some Korean food. She's like, really? You like Korean food? <laughs> yeah. She was like, like, like yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Like, Japanese and Koreans and Chinese. Dude, Japanese people are fucking racist against Chinese people. Really? It's crazy. But there, I mean, but there is some racism. You know Chinese hate Japanese because they brought the opium to Wait, is that the other it's way vice around? versa. Japan brought opium to China? Yeah. Yeah, that's why China hates them. So why do why does Japan hate China? They fucking hate them. I don't know why. I can't explain it. I don't know. But even Sochi fucking hated Japanese people. And because so, because of their slanty eyes, huh? I guess. I don't Those fucking know. Racist fuckers. Oh, and another thing about Japan. Um, well, I'll get the, I get to that in a second after the Korean restaurant. So she's like, yeah, I don't like Korean food that much. I was like, like in my mind, I'm thinking, I don't fucking love Korean food because one, I was, I, my first martial art was a Korean martial art. It was Taekwondo. And, um, and I, I love it was pronounced Taekwondo. Yeah. It's Taekwondo. Taekwondo. Yeah. 
not taekwondo. Yeah, not like taekwondo. you tie tie. It's taekwondo. Taekwondo. Okay. And um, well, I uh, I was like, man, I love fucking Korean food. You know. Mm-hmm. She's like, okay, we'll go have Korean food. You know. <laughs> So we had you Korean classless food. bastard. So we, we had Korean food, and I had bulgogi, like the stuff that I always eat and stuff, and kimchi. Was it good? It's fucking amazing. Okay. Best Korean food I ever had in my life. So what? What? Were what, there Koreans working at the Korean restaurant? No, it was Japanese people Holy working at the shit. Korean restaurant. I'm like, dude, this, shit, this is the fucking shit, man. And um, and later after we ate, she's like. This is really a Japanese restaurant, but they make Korean food, so that's why I took you here. So I'll eat. I'll eat this food. Damn. So she didn't. So there was there was a Korean restaurant with Korean people working there. She just no. didn't want to go there. Yeah, apparently. Wow. So um, I was like, man, your that's... girlfriend Kimchi's a racist motherfucker. <laughs> it's Sochi. Sochi. But um. Your girlfriend Tai Chi is so fucking racist, dude. <laughs> tai Chi. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so we we ate we ate bulgogi and all that kind of cool stuff. And after after that, she took me to this place called Tingent, mm-hmm. and it's like the Galleria of Houston, but it'd be like the Pasadena Town Square Mall. It's our Galleria of Houston. And fucking Mall of America is our Galleria. Like, it's completely, completely a different class of awesomeness. Like, you can name it, they have it there. But the one thing I noticed about everybody in Japan, everybody, from like little kids to geriatrics, everybody had fashion. It was crazy. You never saw a person just wearing like... That like grunge T-shirt or like that hole with the T-shirt in it or uh-huh. looking like they – even like people who, who were dirty, uh-huh. like had dirty jobs like painters or grass cutters or or anything like that. They had like neckerchiefs and stuff. Dude, they didn't look dirty. Uh-huh. No one looked like a fucking like grease monkey. Uh-huh. Everybody looked like they had fashion. And they took pride. Like on Speed Racer. He was a fucking mechanic, but he always tucked his shirt in. It was crazy. Yeah, it was <laughs> like everybody there had fashion. And they took pride in everything that they did. And everybody was fashionable. I was wearing the jeans and t-shirt. Yeah. Like, I looked like like a normal guy. Everybody looked like they were out ready to dress to impress to go to a job interview. At any Even the hobos looked fancy, right? Um... The hobos look just like generally like I would have thought like, you know, he was just a regular person. Did you see any Mexicans there? No, I didn't see one Hispanic Holy person. Shit. But what was crazy. I saw I saw a lot of gaijin there, which is like white people. They, I mean, they say outsiders gaijin, but like really to them, round eye, round eye. <laughs> you know, gaijin is literally like a white person there. Yeah. Even though they say it's like an outsider, because that's what it means, outsider. Means foreign person is what it really means. Somebody's. I learned that from uh, reading Wolverine comics. <laughs> Gaijin. Yeah. Uh, and so every in like she got me saying height all the time. She got me saying chatamate, which is like wait or like uh, hey look, honey, it's Gaijin, and like I say height, 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 yeah, 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 you know. 
And I would say, Domo, Domo, like, like, thanks, thanks, and say, Domo Arigato, if I really wanted to, like, you know. I picked up a lot of Japanese there, like, a lot. Uh, really loved it. Um, but everybody there was really fashionable. It drove me nuts, like, like, drove me insane. The worst thing about it, none of the clothes fit you. Yeah, actually, I did look, I did try looking for a shirt there. I could not fit, I could not find one fucking shirt to fit me. And you're not you're not a huge guy. No, I'm not. Man. Well, it sounds like you had a fucking blast, dude. Dude, I did. Um, I got to see sumo wrestlers. That was pretty cool. How big are they? Fucking huge. Really? Yeah. Um I, I took I took a picture with two and those were like they're like lightweights. And those guys were a little bit bigger like if you saw them in my pictures, they weren't that much bigger than me. Like they were taller, but they weren't like wide, you know. Yeah. But I like NFL. They weren't like NFL guys. But the one guy that I did see, he wouldn't allow me to take pictures. He dwarfed you. Holy shit! I'm like Like, five ten, you know. But I meant like in size, like made you look like me, like small guy, (laughs) like. I was like Jesus Christ. Was he all buttered up? Uh no, one thing about one thing about those guys, those guys smelled really good. They just poured salt on their, <laughs> on their fucking body. No, they had like, like if you notice their hair poor. looks like really like nice all the time. Yeah, is they put like a special like uh, oil in their hair, and it smells like fucking good. Like I was like, man, where do you get that oil from? And we, we went to like a shop that sells like stuff like that for like sumos. Yeah. And like just a like a bottle like a regular bottle of oil is like sixty bucks. You went to a sumo match, right? Yeah, we went to one. They wouldn't let us take pictures. Like, like they're like the one thing about Japanese culture that I really didn't like uh-huh. is um, the only people that were allowed to take pictures at like sumo wrestling matches or like like event like events like that cost a lot of money were uh, you had to have a press card. Mm-hmm. Like, you had to be press. In Dude, order. I could have sent you with a press card, no problem. Could have put it on lanyard, too. Really? Yeah. Next time, summer, I'll, I'll fix you up. Yeah. Um, with the Ghostfish Press. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, you had to have a press card. So, and then that's the only way you could take pictures. But, dude, these guys were like... Like, there was the one guy that won this thing was half Japanese and half Mongolian. Uh-huh. And the guy was like five foot 12, five foot 11. Like, six five foot 12. That's six, six foot. Six foot, sorry. <laughs> six foot, five foot 11. But, dude, it was like 350 pounds of like, he had like a gut, but, dude, he, his shoulders were just like, boom. His like, ass was like a roast. Probably. Probably put a couple of roasts in that ass, man. And and these guys did judo. Like, all yeah. the guys did judo. Like, every one of them. Like, I was, like, calling all these moves that they were doing. Like, outside leg sweep, hip toss, hip throw. Like, all kinds of these just, like, real, like, high-level, like, judo throws. Like, dang. That's fucking cool, dude. And, um... Then, uh... uh dude, it's been... It was such, like... The, the first four days there, I did nothing but just walk around Fukuoka. Like, when she'd be going off to work, I literally would wake up. You, you called me when you woke up in the morning, like, 
pretty much every day. Yeah. And over here, it was like 11 at night. <laughs> so I was like, you know, kind of winding down, getting ready yeah. for bed. It was pretty funny. I don't know. And then you would call me at work, and it'd be like nighttime over there. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. It sounded like you were having a great time. You know, The whole time. The complete whole time. Like, I'd wake up. And I would just randomly pick a. Sh- Can you push the mic more towards your, towards the middle and point it at your mouth? <clears throat> ah, wonderful. Yeah. Um. I randomly would just pick a street and walk down, and just get lost in Fukuoka. Wow. So given that fact, I into I went to this one. Um, it was that day I called you when I said I was at the mall. Remember? Yeah. And uh, I was waiting for the toy store to open so we can buy some awesome toys. Yeah, dude. I was. I was very excited because you sent me some pictures. Yeah. And, I mean, that place looked legit, you know? Like, yeah. There's a lot of shit there. Like, it was this place called Mandrake. And um, and I, I actually bought more toys than what I brought home with, but I didn't have receipts, so they're going to be sent to us. Yeah, we're not going to get them until next year. Oh, really? January? Yeah. So. Um, but anyways. Um, That's bullshit. I know it is some bullshit, but anyways, um, um, so I was at I was on my way to this toy store, but I knew that it was kind of in a direction, so I gen- I just generally got lost. But I was I was looking, I was asking people, I need to go to um, Central City, yeah, or um, it's the mall. It's called like Central City, or I heard what it's called. I heard what the mall is called, but it's a crazy mall, and um. And so I went to this one st- – I saw – I walked by this one thing and looked like it had like a bunch of anime inside. So I'm like, hey, man, it's an anime store you know? because Japanese – Japan's really famous. Everybody reads animes there. Old people, young people. Really? Every – yeah. So it's not – Like mangas. Like Yeah, that's crazy. Like old people read mangas. Like I, I saw so many like 40-year-old men reading mangas Very there. Cool. And so – so like, so I, I see this like, it's like a it's like a, a storefront with like a sliding glass door, but it's like all with like anime pictures and stuff of like chicks. So I'm thinking like, oh man, it's an anime store. Fuck yeah, I'll go in there and check it out. I walk in, and it's just like a desk with like a row of like Japanese women with like little cards that had pictures on them. Were they dressed cosplay? They were definitely dressed cosplay. Wow. So cosplay hookers. Um, yes. That it was a, fucking crazy. It, it was, was just in the mall. <laughs> no, it was like it was like maybe a block away from the mall. Oh, okay. And so I'm like, uh, anime? <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and, he, and he says something in Japanese. And I go, uh, gaijin, americano. And he's like, oh, you pick. Pick what? <laughs> <laughs> I throw my hands up. What? Like, pick what? And he, and, he, and he points at the picture. You pick, you pick, you pick. And I'm like, huh? <sighs> Rolls his eyes. He goes, go back there. So I go back there in the back. And, um, and there's just a line of women. I'm just like. <laughs> oh, shit. He's putting his hand on his face. I'm like. I cut Fucking great. I don't get paid until next week. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man. And I go, 
how much? And he goes, uh, he said, uh, 15,000 yen. 150 bucks. I was like, damn, I'm broke. <laughs> I don't have that much money on me. So I go, uh, I go, uh, sayonara. <laughs> and he goes, did the girls say anything to you or? No, they just stood there looking all sexy. Oh. I was just like, fuck man, Jesus, if I had some money, I'd be tearing some of that ass up. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I would buy a hooker because you, if you would have seen his women, you'd be like, "Damn." But anyways, uh, on to the next story. So I, I leave. And in I, other cultures, prostitution isn't that big of a deal, right? No, actually, no. Prostitution is legal there. Yeah, legal there. Um, a lot of a lot of different cultures, it's okay because they they un, unlike other countries like America, we don't practice safe sex. They do. Very much. And like over there, they have it regulated. They all have to get blood checked like every three months. Very, very strenuous thing to be a prostitute there. Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I go to I go to the mall and I go there like because like, the mall opens up at 10 and I probably arrive at the mall at 9 and I call you and, and I'm just babbling away and just – yeah. And – and their malls, like everything there is just, it was really cool. Really. Everything was spotlessly clean too, right? Yeah. Like the whole city was clean. It wasn't one dirty place. One dirty place. Not one dirty place in Japan. Not one, not one nasty bathroom in a bar. <laughs> everything was clean. Wow. And want to know something funny? Most of your bars are not owned by Japanese people. Really? They're either owned by Americans Jamaicans, what? No shit. Jamaicans and Israelis. No shit. Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, I didn't know that in Japan you could even own property. Or yeah, businesses. you can. Like cool. I can, I can get our apartment right now. I can, and I I was this close. Her and I were this close to opening up a bank account for me there. No shit. I just didn't have enough time. I I, I don't know why I didn't. Dude, think, you I, could have direct deposited all year long. Yeah, like two so, percent or something like that, mm-hmm. and just gone there next year and fucking had enough money. Right. Well, I, I'm going there for the summer. Uh, her and I are. Um, well, well, our, our original plan, our original plan was for her and I to stay in Japan for the summer mm-hmm. of 2015. Because I have off, I have off for the summer. But now she wants to go to Thailand for the summer. Well, I want to go to Thailand because it's cheaper, and you know I'm going to be able to do something I love doing. But she she wants to only go for a little bit. But she wants me to go with her to Japan, and I'm really thinking about I'm really thinking about just either staying with her in Japan or or going to Thailand. But uh, that's a different story in itself. But I. I'm my I'm going to Asia for the summer, definitely. Yeah, that's awesome, man. So, what are we on? Like the third day or something? That's the th- third or fourth day. So, but that first weekend, her and I go to uh, her. Our f- the first weekend we go to Tokyo. Right. But it was only for <coughs> one night. It was like on a s- we left like Friday night. 
got there that Friday night because it takes us four hours. We went on a bullet train, by the way. 200 mile an hour. 200 plus mile an hour. It's like 230, I think. It's a maglev? maglev? Yeah, it's like how they explain it to you. It's like uh, a quarter inch off the track. That is crazy. And you're going 230-something miles an hour on a fucking thing that could isn't possibly anything. isn't touching anything so possibly you'd be flying power, if the power went out you were possibly flying to your death my friend <laughs> and there there's no time to kiss your ass goodbye you're gonna die yeah right but it's like if you're ever in a plane it's like you know you know like when a plane takes off and it goes right yeah and it has all that like acceleration like push against you uh-huh. it's like that G-force. it's like g-force like crazy but um it accelerates like way 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 faster and then eventually you don't feel it anymore and you just see just shit just flying by like crazy wow and uh, you know what else takes off fast what takes off fast lone star buttons <laughs> holy <laughs> shnikes <laughs> if you'd like some uh, high-quality, low-cost pin-on buttons, go to LoneStarButtons.com. Or you can email Adam Stimpy Jones at info at LoneStarButtons.com. Or if you're a psychopath and want to leave him a crazy voicemail... Or a zombie apocalypse? Offer to suck his tits. <laughs> Call him at 281-798-1996. That's 281 281- Seven nine eight nineteen ninety six. Yeah, tell him Gabe sent you. And he wants to suck his tits. We'll <laughs> <laughs> oh, buy that shit. He's a good guy, and uh, he could he could use starting his business. So. He could, yeah, guys, help him out, man. Help help a person when he's starting up a business. Fucking turbo that shit, son. Yes. All right. So you got very drunk in Japan. Yes, I did. With um, with with yeah yakuza yaks i got to meet i got to meet a yak which was fucking crazy awesome um it was one of her it was one of her uh sister's nephews uh-huh. is a yak but he's like a low member yak but over there those yaks like no yak is low member completely yeah. it's di- like their gang is different from how our how our gangs are in america yeah are completely different completely. they're they're more into uh Loan sharking. It's like it's traditional like, uh, businesses, right? Like Yeah, like what they do, like how – Protection money, like loans. Yeah, like everything everything in Japan is dealt with by the yaks. Everything, especially if they're in their like side of town. Let's just say Yakuza because – Yakuza. We're not dealing with furries or anything okay. like that. Um, Yakuza, they control everything. They they control part. Of, they control the government of Japan. Uh-huh. They do. They control the government. They control businesses. They control. They control police force. They control everything in Japan. If you do a big transaction, business transaction, you actually have to go to the yakuza first to get permission to do it, and then. You can do your business transaction with the company. What? Yes, that's very true. I didn't know that. I knew I've heard about it, but I always thought it wasn't really real until I got to meet. I actually got to meet one, and 
and he spoke his English is very broken, but it was fucking cool. But I got to meet him in Tokyo, which is even awesome because all of Tokyo is ran with Yakuza. Yakuza's wow. everywhere. And like you, you walk around, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't think they're Yakuza. Like they're not punk looking kids like you think they are. They're businessmen. Yeah. Like normal fucking businessmen. So what sends a Yakuza guy to jail? Like what do they have to do? To dishonor themselves. Really? They're very it's like very they're very honorable but not. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're um, like half samurai, half ninja. <laughs> samurai they have a code but it's a very shady code very shady code but um the one yakuza guy that i dealt with he was the guy who just picked up money yeah he was like a, a transporter guy he would just go and pick up the money from all these businesses yeah and take it to his like boss and then he would he would like get like a cut of it and he made fucking bank because the hotel that we got was nice wasn't no cheap cheap ass hotel. Yeah. She didn't have to pay for a damn thing. It's probably a yak hotel. Probably. I don't know. Don't know. I didn't ask. <laughs> I just know that the whole time I was there I was like I would fucking... like to keep my hands. <laughs> I was so tripping. I but I was like I kept thinking in my mind, I was like I kept uh she had this like little like clicking pin. So I had that fucking thing in my pocket because I was like – it had a little clip like hanging out of my pocket like on my pocket lip. Uh-huh. So I was thinking, man, something happens. I'm going to fucking stab somebody and start fucking, start fucking these people up, right? Because like, you know – I mean I know some of them know how to fight but not like to like an extensive level. Uh-huh. You know, most, most of those people in Japan really honestly like maybe like a quarter of them know actual martial arts. Mm-hmm. Like you would figure. Have like, you ever seen a Godzilla movie? Those guys cannot fight. At <laughs> Like most, most, most of your Japanese people really can't fight. Honestly, yeah. like because they don't have no reason to fight because they don't they don't need to feel protected. They're all Japanese who's trying to hurt each other. Right. Nobody. Like, but no, like everybody there is like so helpful. Uh, and so we ended up going to a bar, and I didn't know it was a yakuza bar, like. Like, it was Japanese only, but since I was with a Japanese person, and I was with her, like, her her cousin's friend, I was cool. Yeah. So I went in there, and, you know, we got drunk, and and we, apparently, we went to, like, a couple other bars at night, because I, I was so fucking wasted. I had sake bombs, man, because sake is really strong there. Like, sake here is strong. I can drink a lot of sake here. Uh, I can't imagine. Because like the alcohol content over there is different. There's no law limiting how much alcohol can be in a shot or right. can be in – there's not – you know, even like a regular beer there fucks me up completely. Like yeah. in here, I get buzzed off one beer because I'm a light drinker, you know? Yeah. But, uh, dude, I was fucking gone. I was gone. <laughs> So, crazy. so in the next next day, I woke up and I was like, you know, what, what happened? Oh, we went to like three. <laughs> you had a great time. <laughs> you <laughs> were dancing. <laughs> like she said, I kept like grabbing like all these like Japanese guys, like hugging them and like you know like getting rough with them oh and just God. like playing around and and just making a complete fool of myself. But they they thought I was funny. Did so. you do the Van Damme dance? Like. <laughs> 
Try to to do the splits. (laughs) No. But, um... We, after we did Way that... Way to represent your country, Tom. What did I tell you before you left? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hang around with ninjas. <laughs> Fucking Getting into trouble. Um, so after that, we came back on the bullet train back. And uh, from the bullet train, we went straight from the bullet train. We took a bullet train from Tokyo all the way down to Nagasaki. Dropped the bomb. Where they dropped the fucking bomb, ladies and, and gentlemen. And greeted with... Fucking racism. racism. <laughs> fucking racism. You couldn't just wear a Canadian shirt or something. I should have. Or, or, comment You know, just like straight up, I'm French, bitch. I'm cool, right? No, no, no. But they knew. They, they automatically knew that I was American. There was no... There was no they just knew. There's no they getting around. wanted you to be, so obviously. Yeah, like, like uh. first, I don't know, five minutes after I arrived in Nagasaki, man, I had my first taste of Japanese racism. It was well, great. just racism, man. I mean, it's like if you were black or something, you know, like, uh, like, not to. I know, but, I know, we're on a podcast, but they were. It that that was for real. I mean, like. Like, they didn't hate you because of the color of your skin. They hated you because you blew up one of the. You blew up their I fucking blew up town. like fucking. I just didn't just blow up a part of the town. I fucking like killed two hundred fucking thousand American uh, Japanese people and fucking incinerated like I don't know quarter million in that town. Like I fucked a lot of people up, and apparently I was the one who dropped the bomb. Not the people back in the fifties, right? But forties, forty-five, whatever. Doesn't fucking matter. I dropped the bomb. That's yeah. what they thought when I looked there. Like when I went there, they, I dropped the bomb. Fucking yeah. a. So like maybe like ten minutes after I get off the fucking like this bullet train, uh, we took a little bus to get down to into Nagasaki. Mm-hmm. So after we get off the fucking bus, like I had my first taste of racism there. Like, I never had a Japanese person, like, bump me or look at me weird, and I get fucking bumps right after, like, I get off the phone with you. Because remember I called you and told you, hey, man, I'm in Nagasaki. We're going to go to a toy convention. What I didn't tell you is, at first, they didn't, they didn't, they did not almost let me in that fucking toy convention because I was American. Because they thought so I was you were like Daniel's son and Karate Kid too. <laughs> like, dude, I was treated worse than Daniel's son because <laughs> they just wanted to kick your. They probably wanted to try to kick, kick my ass, yeah. like, but I don't think there was one Japanese person there that I saw that could. Yeah. Honestly, because like everybody there was just like tiny, fucking not just tiny, just brittle. It's <laughs> like, really? yeah, like small, like well, they were. Fucking irradiated. <laughs> well, man. they lost bone mass for, I guess. for a generation. I so. fucking guess, man, because like everybody there was really tiny. Oh, so, uh, so they wouldn't let me in. They're like Japanese only, and I go, I'm with her. And so they were like, Oh, give me a ticket. Gave my fucking ticket. I and and when 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 they said give me your ticket, I fucking I threw on the like. The, this like table they had on it. fucking threw it on the table I didn't want to hand it to him I was pissed like I fucking pulled a Brendan Shaw I was like, fucking bastard right I was like man I was pissed 
So we went to the toy convention, and then we walked around, and none of the people who were at the toy convention that were, like, selling stuff would talk to me. Wow. Like, I didn't get one fucking toy from that goddamn convention. And I saw some pretty cool shit. Huh. I was pissed. I'm pissed, too. Like, I will never go to Nagasaki again. That's not even the beginning of it. Dude, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna get a tan, and I'm gonna go to Nagasaki <laughs> toy convention and be like... Hey, que pasa? Que pasa, amigo? Japanese, Japanese amigo? <laughs> well, I, so I fucking, so after like an hour, we leave the fucking toy convention because I'm pissed. Like the whole time I was like, I was steaming from my ears because I couldn't buy anything. No one talked to me. No one gave me the fucking time of day. So you should have dressed as like fucking Goku from Dragon Ball. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. <laughs> well, um. So we left and we went to – I was like, well, I want to go to the bomb site. Fuck it. Let's go to the bomb site. Uh-huh. Well, we went to the bomb site and it's literally like ground zero. Well, we went first. We didn't go straight to the bomb site. We went to the museum first. Well, we go to the museum and what and and what day did they pick to let all the little school boys go to the museum? The same fucking day that I'm supposed to go, right? So I have all these little fucking little like high school kids looking at me like I fucking kills their great grandparents and shit. Oh man. <laughs> so I'm like, oh my god. Oh my god. And it doesn't help me. I'm wearing your jacket while I'm there. So I look like a military person because that jacket looks like a military oh, no. jacket. So so like I'm like Man, so I took the jacket off and I folded it in my arm. Like I tried to do everything I could to not look like I was a military guy, right? Yeah. And um, so and I these just they nobody would stand by me. The only person to stand by me was Sochi. If I walked over where somebody was Japanese, like, <whistles> took off in the other direction. Like I felt like a black person at a KKK rally. Holy shit! Like. And I'm not trying to sound like a racism, like I hate black people, or I'm just using that as. Actually, I, it's more like you were a Klansman at a Black Panther Black party. Panther party. party. <laughs> yeah, like it it, it. it was just like, dude, what are you doing here? Yeah. Like I got that look, and you're fucking crazy for being here, right? Like, but but all in all, all do you feel bad? When I went to the museum, I felt like shit. Yeah. I felt like complete shit because, dude, the pictures that I saw were the most goriest-looking fucking pictures I've seen ever in my life. There was one kid – one kid's body was laying there, like, on the floor. And you see – you see, like, it's a black-and-white picture. And you see the kid, like, perfect on one side. Uh-huh. And the other side fucking burnt right down to the fucking bone. Right down the fucking middle of the kid's body. Crisp, incinerated on one side, perfectly fine on the other. That's from the blast. Did he make it? Did he make it? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, did he make it? Gee, I fucking wonder. Um, I don't know. I fucking don't know, man. I don't know about that one. That's my gallows humor. I'm sorry. I don't fucking know, man. Piece of shit. You goddamn piece of shit. shit. Alright, so it was the worst thing you ever saw in your life. 
Oh my god, I'm fucking terrible. Um, uh, well, and there was this one picture of a guy that um, he he hid behind his front door, mm-hmm. but he pushed against the door. The blast was so hot, it fucking burnt him through the door. Wow. Burnt him through the fucking wood door. I mean, and there are parts of, like, you can see parts of fences where, like, you see, like, the shading of, like, a tree on the fence. On the fence, like, you know, the blast was so irradiated, like, so hot that it just, when it shadowed, it shadowed the actual plant of a tree and there was like a, a piece of like uh, I guess sidewalk where you see the shadow of a kid mm-hmm. like going like this or something I forget what it, they wouldn't let us take pictures there and oh so the Americans are fucking awesome do you know what we drop a fucking bomb on in what? Nagasaki what goddamn Christian church huh. a fucking church a church that we built in Japan. That's how we knew where it was. <laughs> Actually, the story was... Did they rebuild it? Uh, no. <laughs> it was dust. It was complete. It was fucking It was completely incinerated. But, yeah. uh, the Americans wanted to drop the nuclear bomb on Fukuoka. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. They got lost. They got lost. They got lost. And they ended up dropping it on Nagasaki. They were going to drop it on Fukuoka. Dude, if they would have dropped it on Fukuoka, Fukuoka is near, like, a huge volcano. Uh-huh. Dude, probably would have made that volcano, like, erupt and just, like, cause even more mayhem. So, in some weird way, them getting lost um, caused the casualty life to significantly go down. All right. I'm going to propose this. Hmm. The people of Nagasaki were already racist against Americans. That's why we dropped the fucking bomb off. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, no, I'm just fucking around. Uh, so we go. So I go to the. I go to Ground Zero where the actual bomb dropped, and uh, and it's reconstructed now. But maybe about from center to the very. Beginning where it starts to slope down, it's probably about 65 yards to 70 yards at a 35 degree angle going straight down. Wow. That's... Big hole. Big fucking hole. That's... They said, like, there's this thing, like a plaque, and it says, actually, it's a 45 degree angle down of the bomb, but they couldn't build it to where you could walk down it. They probably had to fill it in some, right? Yeah. So it was 35 fucking degrees, dude. If you would have seen, like, how big this fucking crater was, they took a picture of it. It's it's mind-blowing, like, how big the actual crater was. At cr- we can Google it. I'm pretty Nagasaki sure. Nagasaki crater. We'll yeah. We'll Google it. Yeah. But it, it's fucking huge. Like, like, seeing it in person. And then, like, where Ground Zero is, like, you see a bunch of, like, like, um, long, square, like, um boxes but they look like uh coffins but made out of marble like black marble and you see this like this statue of a lady or whatever and it's like a, a memorial thing and then you see like the reconstructions of like all kinds of like just different stuff so on our way back from on our way back we go back to the hotel room we pack our shit and we leave 
but we take a bus back to Fukuoka because she wanted to take me to the samurai village. That's where I took the pictures of those samurais in oh, cool. this village. So, so that was like even like the biggest. That was like the best thing ever to me because I actually got to be where fucking real samurais were. Yeah. And ever since ever since I was a kid, I was always obsessed with samurais. You know. I remember. And um, so we go to this like fucking village, and um, and everybody like all these like people are dressed like samurai. And, like, you get to see how they made, like, yarn. Like, you see how they made, you see how they did, like, gardening. And you know what's crazy about a lot of samurai? A lot of samurais, yeah, they did, like, boshido, which is, like, their art. You know, like, their martial art plus their, like, sword fighting or whatever, right? Kendo. Um, a lot of them were just farmers. Were just potters. Were just blacksmiths. Were just... But they really took everything that they did... And they did it with perfection. And that's where a lot of the Japanese culture derived from how it is today. Like, now, like, I really honestly got to see, like, up close in person, like, how ahead they were of their time, even back in the samurai periods. Mm -hmm. Like, they showed us how they built their, uh, their houses. And they, you know, they... We actually stole a lot of ideas from them, from completely like learning how to build a house to, you know, just little things. We stole a lot of fucking great ideas from them. But their houses back then, back when the Samurais built their houses, were a lot tougher than your house is now. Gotta call bullshit on that. No. No fucking way. Yeah. It's like... They, um, Let's send a hurricane through Japan and see what <laughs> happens, dude. Man, some, those houses were really strong built. Like, really, like uh, some of the blast. They had like a, a little village of like old school houses. Uh-huh. The blast out. The blast lasted like it. Some most of some some stuff was standing compared to just regular fucking houses that they had. Even though, because the blast radius of the actual heat was only 2.5 square miles radius. Uh-huh. But the blast is still a pretty hard freaking blast. It's an atomic bomb. Yeah. Most, of the real, most of the village stuff was all still standing. Huh. So if it was standing, a nuclear device going off, I think it's pretty strong. That's some really strong rice paper. Well, it's not, it's not made out of rice paper. What? Yeah. What do you mean? Like the walls, well, they they took like bamboo sticks, ah, and, fucking bamboo, and they fucking crossed them and they tied them all down, right? And they would uh, put it in like a square thing, and they put like uh, like mud in it, push the bamboo inside of the mud, and then put plaster in the mud, and then like let it dried, did it again, and they they, they were like um, like how they fold steel to make steel stronger. That's how they did their walls. They just kept applying, applying, applying plaster to make it so hard and thick, it was like harder than concrete. Huh. Out of fucking mud. It's fucking insane. And they would paint it to look like stucco or like that weird kind of white color, that off-white color most Japanese houses are. Like samurai houses, right? And then like how they made ceramic and all kinds of crazy stuff like it. Like everything there, they were they were really smart how they did everything, mm-hmm. and that's like back you know fourteen BC or fifteen whatever. 
I, I got to like see like how they did like the stone walls of like rivers and stuff how they built it was really cool huh. and a lot of the things back then a lot of Dutch came in and helped the Japanese people out really after the bomb no before like in the 1400s oh gotcha I didn't know that I was like wow that's insane like, I actually took a picture of a Dutch flag, old school Dutch flag there. Wow. Yeah, so. So, what'd you do after that? Um, went back to Fukuoka, I hung out. Um, our, that's kind of getting towards the end of our vacation, end of my vacation, uh-huh. really. Um, um, the last night I was there, I got totally fucking obliteratedly drunk because uh-huh. I wanted to have a really good time. And, you know, I can honestly say this, if Sochi ever listens to this podcast, she's probably the most sweetest person I've ever met in my entire life. She's fucking awesome. That's cool, dude. Um, but on the way back home, completely different story. <laughs> I, um, I had a layover. In China uh-huh. for 22 hours in Beijing. Wow. Oh, yeah. I remember you telling me about this. Oh, dude. What happened? Um, so I had a layover. I did the same thing but backwards. I went to Dailing for like six hours. And um, I went to Dailing for six hours. And I go to, I go to uh, Beijing for 22 hours straight. So I landed in an airport. I couldn't find my fucking bag. So I was like, and they, then they tell me, well, it's going to go with the baggage, so you're going to get your stuff in Houston. Right. So it's like, great. So I have to wear the same clothes and the same underwear for 22 hours. Damn. Damn that sucks. <laughs> so I get ultra pissed. And so I'm like. Start wrecking shit. Oh, I fucking wanted to punch me a Chinese man so bad. <laughs> And so when I get back, apparently a new law passed that we automatically get a free 72-hour visa in China. Uh-huh. So we don't have to really honestly go through all that visa bullshit. Just walk in, stamp, go. No questions asked. 72 hours for free. Cool. So I'm like looking all over a place like to try to get a hotel room. So I get a fucking – so I go to this like – hotel room desk because they were supposed to cover my hotel room and they said no we're not going to and I yelled at a little Asian lady I was like no that's fucking bullshit because I was told that I was supposed to get a a fucking hotel room I'm here for 22 hours (laughs) I was like I am not staying in this goddamn airport for 22 fucking hours I'm going insane you know so she so they, they they caught me a hotel room but they caught me the most shittiest fucking hotel room possible like i used to work at this uh hotel room in pass a uh, hotel the camden Inn the, hotel the camden plaza hotel camden in Pasadena. Plaza hotel this is not covered in the last podcast you were here on. yes but this is not a fucking pitch that that hotel sucks okay the hotel is like a one star the start the fucking hotel i got stuck in beijing was like a like a half a star a quarter ne- star negative two stars negative two stars dude Oh my god! Like I felt, I felt like the place had fucking bed bugs. Like I was like tripping. Like I went into my hotel room. I was tired. 
I was tired because I had a long flight to get there. I was tired. I went into the hotel room for like five minutes, man, and I was like, fuck this. So I went back down to the lobby and I fell asleep in the lobby sitting in this fucking chair, like sitting in like sitting position, just trying to sleep. And so I sleep I sleep probably like another four or five hours, maybe. I don't know how long I slept. So I went back up to my hotel room at least to try to get some more sleep. And I wouldn't even attempt to lay on the bed. Like I just I just I couldn't sleep. I couldn't so I took a shower. And so I got in the shower and the shower and the shower and a toilet is all one room. There's no it's all like it's all like tiled out through the whole fucking thing and the toilet and the shower head is like right next to each other. So I was like, wow, this really does feel clean. Not. <laughs> so I'm like, oh my so God. You just shit on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, dude, I can't. Oh man, I feel so dirty. Like, I, I want to take a shit, but like, the fucking showers and so I, I shower was like, wasn't even tiled. So, like so, no, 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 this is, even, this is even better. No, it's right above the fucking toilet and the shower room. Towels. Oh, fecal towels. So I pick up one towel. And I tried to smell it, mildew. Smelt full of fucking mildew. I was like, oh, oh, dude, I can't. So I had, to, I went downstairs. I was like, I need some new towels. Like, I need some new towels. Give me uh-huh. some new towels. Clean towels. So I wait like 10 fucking minutes. Then they finally give me some clean towels. I smell them. I was like, okay, they smell clean. So I went upstairs. I used all the fecal fucking towels to put it on the goddamn floor of the of the um, of the shower part, uh-huh. so I, so I wouldn't step on all that fucking. So you wouldn't get like fucking fucking weird fungus, right? No, like oh jungle. Oh oh oh! The best part is, dude, the, they they have sandals in there in 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 the hotel room. Used. Yeah, they're used Nike sandals. Ugh. Two pair, one. They two. probably weren't Nike. Well, they might have been. Nike. No, they were Nike. They had the Nike check on the top, <laughs> little strap ones. I was like, I'm not wearing those. But anyways, should have taken them home with you. Ooh, God no, Jap- Chinese. Ooh, and they, they use that hotel for like people who are like traveling too. So yeah. So there's no telling like what's in those fucking mattresses and shit. Yeah. I couldn't sleep, man. I could not fucking sleep there. I you slept just, in the lobby, right? Yeah, I slept in the fucking lobby. That, but I slept in the lobby before that. So I tried to go upstairs. I was like, man, I'll just take a shower. So I took a shower. So I had to fucking put all those towels on the floor. I take a shower, and I'm like, okay. And I'm like, God, I fucking hate my life. I want to go back to Japan. That, I, Dude, oh, before, before I end this whole thing. Dude, when I get ready to leave, I get ready to fucking leave, I cried. When you got ready to leave Japan? Yeah, I, like when she saw me at the, when she saw me take off at the airport, I fucking cried. I didn't want to leave. Uh, I did not want to leave. I was like, I even told her, I was like, can I stay? <laughs> I I almost I was begging her. I, I didn't want to go. I didn't want to go back home. Wow. Like I did not want to go back home. Like I seriously just wanted to stay. I wanted. To, I seriously like life there is. For me, life there is like it's completely different. Like I was so I, I was like there, I was so fucking happy. I never, honestly, honestly, I've never been that happy in my entire life, ever. I was fucking happy, and I, I didn't want to leave. I want to go back, and I want to stay. I want to live there. Yeah. And um, but uh, I cried. I cried all. The, I cried for like twenty minutes while I was still on the plane. I didn't want to leave. 
I did not want to leave, but I knew I had to leave. I knew I had to come back because I had to take care of some personal stuff. Yeah. But, um, but anyway, so I'm on this fucking, I'm, I'm at this fucking piece of shit hotel. I'm like, dude, I'm in a fucking hotel in China. And it's like, we're in the ghetto part of fucking Beijing, China. Uh-huh. So I'm afraid, I'm, that's what I'm thinking. I'm going to get my fucking kidneys stolen from here, okay? <laughs> like, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to get my fucking kidneys stolen. That's why I slept in the lobby. Cause it was fucking so gross. But anyway, so I finally, I finally get home. I finally, I finally take this long ass fucking thirteen and a half hour fucking flight home, and it takes me forever to get to the fucking security. And the very first thing I, when I get off the plane, uh, I see my first American, right, white uh-huh. Caucasian American. And what happens, sir? You need to get over here now. Uh-huh. Get in this line. I get bombarded with rude fucking Americans again. <laughs> Americans are so rude. Like, no wonder when people move here, you know, people think that we're fucking rude. Yeah. We are. We are just fucking genuinely just rude fucking country. We're kind of obnoxious. But you got you got uh, stopped by the TSA on your way. Yes, back. I did. No, no, why I got stopped by the fucking TSA? Go ahead. S- some guy was wanted that had two of my names in my first, middle, or last name. Uh-huh. So I got stopped by fucking TSA for that bullshit. So I, w- I stand in, I stand in a line of TSA for like the holding area where all these people are passing me. I'm just standing there like fucking cussing these people out. I'm like, this is fucking bullshit. I'm in this fucking line for nothing. I'm not wanted because they, they asked if I've ever been in trouble with the law. I was like, no, I've never been in trouble with the law. I'm having some issues that I'm I'm going to court for, but I'm not, I'm not in trouble with the law at all. Never been in fucking trouble with the law. Well, I need you to stand over here, sir. I was like, this is fucking bullshit. It's the first thing came out of my mouth. Oh, my God. <laughs> so they fucking make me wait for like like an, maybe like 45 minutes. So I'm bitching the whole goddamn time. Meanwhile, I'm driving to pick you up on Thanksgiving Giving day. day. I get back on Thanksgiving. To fucking Bush Intercontinental, no. which is like an hour away from. Home. Yeah. And Gabriel got yelled at by, by his awesome girlfriend. Who? No, I didn't. You didn't? I didn't get yelled at. You didn't get yelled at? Well, you, well I'm pretty sure felt bad i mean i didn't want to be on the road to pick you up from the <laughs> airport but i didn't get yelled at well glad you didn't get yelled at <laughs> I, I just thought you would get yelled at because like anybody you got you know would want to leave something like you know thanksgiving i would be getting yelled at well because maybe that's probably the women i've dated maybe because jessica's re- jess is really cool man duh you need to marry that girl shut you really up. need to marry a girl shut your fucking mouth shut, shut my fucking mouth Anyway, so you're back. You went to TSA. They fucking... They held me over they for... They held you for like an hour, hour and a half? Something like that. It was something stupid, man. Because, like, they held me, and then I'm in there, and I'm just fucking... I'm pissed. Like, my face is red. Like, I'm, like, just grinning my teeth. Like, my teeth are grinding. I'm, like, I'm ready to kill somebody because I'm pissed because, like, this is bullshit. I'm not... Fucking wanted. I'm not a wanted person, you know. It's like I'm Osama bin Laden. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm here, bitches. You thought I was dead. I'm back. <laughs> I'm back, bitches. And so, you know, and they're like uh, Thomas, and they fuck up my last name. I forget how he said it. So Dieter. I'm like, yeah, it's fucking me. Thomas Dieter. Probably. And so he goes, well, um, 
he asked me a couple questions. He goes, well, I'm about to set you free. I was like, for what? I mean, wh- why am I even here? Well, we have, there's somebody who has two of your Am names. I being detained? Well, no, but am I being detained? Am I free to go? Am I uh, free to go or am I being detained? detained? Uh, he goes, well, somebody has two of your names. It's been It's wanted. So we thought it was you. I was like, is there any way that you can just X me off the list? It's your dad. Probably. <laughs> that dick deserves it. And if you're listening to this, dad, I hope you fucking... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyways, you're you're an asshole. But anyways, um, so, yeah, I, I'm wanted. I'm, apparently, I'm wanted. And so they set they set me free, and I go. I I leave, and I go home, and you pick me up. But the whole fucking time, I'm at this airport home. Like, man, I want to go back. And so, hopefully for the summer. Don't worry, you'll get back there. Hopefully for the summer I'm gonna go back there and I'm yeah, just gonna I think you will, man. Dude, if I had to go, I am dude, honestly, if I probably go this summer, there's probably a really highly likely chance I'm probably not gonna come back for a while. Like good year. Like dude, it it, it was an amazing experience. Like I, I I can honestly say for the f- honestly first time in my life I was completely happy. I was like I had no worries in the world. It was great, dude. You were on vacation. Of course, you were happy, and you didn't have any worries. Well, I had a if couple you of worries. There, you would have I had, the I had, same a, I had a couple. I had a couple of worries. Like when I was gone, I had uh, a couple of family members like pestering me about some things that were just getting on my fucking nerves, and I had to like literally text this person. Look, I'm on vacation. <laughs> I'll talk to you when I get back. You know, yeah. and it's just like, man. Some people just don't get the idea when you're gone, I, and if I call you, that means I want to talk to you. But if I'm gone, that means ex nay, ex nay, on call. Don't call me. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Well, shit, man. I'm glad you made it back in one piece, and you still have all your organs. Did y'all really? Did y'all really? Did y'all really find that out? Like, people get harvested organs from Japan? No, not Japan, but. It seemed like a sketchy proposition that some girl you never met was going to buy you a ticket and just, you know, hang out with you. So we thought, you know, there's something sketchy about it, and we got worried. I mean, it, if we were very worried, you know, we would have told you something. But, I mean, it seemed on the up and up. Yeah. But, dude, I wouldn't, I'm honestly a type of person. I don't think I'd ever put myself in a situation like that. Like... You know, and I could take care of myself. I mean, I'm, what are they going to do? Have, like, four Asian guys try to hold me down and, like, snatch my <laughs> organ from me? No, no. They'll, they'll drug your drink and cut them out well, and put you in a tub full of ice. Duh. Duh. Like, that's like, how I would do it. That's how you would do it? All right, guys. That's it. That's the story. Uh, if anybody wants to follow you and your escapades... Um... My Facebook is Dieter TKD, Facebook.com, and my Instagram is Dieter TKD, Instagram. And I'm pretty sure he'll put my links up there Facebook and Instagram. and Probably not. Probably but not. If, you if should, because, dude. Wanna, if you want to get more of uh, whatever this is, you can uh, go to revengeoftheworld.com and uh, you can follow me everywhere from there. 
Alright guys, thanks for We're out!